At ASDefense.com, we were already selling the best knife brands in the world when law enforcement approached us about making them a knife. And so, the ASD Centurion was born. Centurion is made of tough D2 tool steel, has a full plane edge, and fully serrated spine. It's like having two knives in one. Centurion also has a gut hook, skull crusher, and storage inside the handle. Get your ASD Centurion today at ASDefense.com. That's ASDefense.com. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send me a text message at 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. And as we all know, in Michiana, we now have two new mayors. And joining us right now is Mayor-elect of Elkhart, Rod Robertson. Rod, how you doing, man? I am doing fine. Casey, how about yourself? I am doing well. First of all, I just want to give a shout-out to you and your people because you were booked today. You're booked solid. I'm on vacation Friday, so we couldn't do it on Friday. And uh, so we, we ended up making this work. So I'm glad that we were able to do that because we've been trying to get together for some time now. So thank you for making the time. Well, I appreciate it. Let me say thank you for making the time as well, but I, this is barely working because I'm still on my way to you. <laughs> and and I, I I just left the eye doctor who obviously, Dr. Hartnett gets wonderful at Gross Nickel, just to let you know. I want to give a little plug. Uh-huh. Uh, you, as, as a matter of fact, some of her folk are listening right now, so I guess they listen to you on a regular basis, so... Um, uh, I uh, I just was trying to get out of there at enough time. She did the pressure in my eyes, and she said, "I said I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go." Hey, I, so I'm coming around the corner as I speak. I appreciate that. So you let us know when you get here. We'll break early. We'll let you in. You can come in and get in front of the microphone. So because oh, I wanted to, good. I want to make sure because oh, if we wait good. if we wait too long, you're not gonna have any time to talk when we get into the five thirty thirty. I understand. Okay. And from what I understand about you, you need a little time to talk yourself. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Hey, let's just start, let's start off with the thing that we're hearing about the peace mural today, and then we'll get into some of the heavier stuff. Uh, the the peace mural, the peace mural, the Elkhart Redevelopment okay. Commission approved trying to buy yeah. the building that has that. So some residents are concerned yeah. that that's going to be torn down. Do you have any idea what's going to happen with that? Well, the redevelopment, the, the city wants to gain possession of the property first and then um, and see whether or not there is some space so that we can develop that block. That block is a, is a wonderful block that provides an interest into our city. Mm-hmm. So we want to find the opportunity to be able to develop it. But we also want to make sure that we save that mural. That mural is made, was actually painted by Kelby Love. He was a friend of mine. We actually played football together. But he was an excellent, excellent uh, artist. And, um, and Kelby um, and his mom and uh, a relative still live in Elkhart. And we want to ensure that uh, the mural stays uh, because it, was, it provided a way in which uh, the, the – um, by the way, I'm outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> to provide a, a way in which that mural can add and continue to add to the community. So there's a win-win here for us to be able to do them both. Okay, that's perfect. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a little break. We're going to go early so we can let you in, actually get you in front of a microphone, catch your breath, and then we'll continue the interview then. All right, so we're going to go ahead and put him back on, on hold. We'll go get Rod Robertson, bring him in here so he's not actually trying to talk to us from outside the door. we got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. 
helps if I do the right microphone because I keep switching my microphones around. Rod Robertson, how you doing? I'm doing in the flesh, in person. <laughs> finally, how you doing? Finally, finally. been trying to, to link up for a long time. Um, and again, thank you again for making the time. So he called us because he was running late. So he's he's driving over here. He calls us. We broke early, so now we can go to five thirty. All right, great. So we got the next fifteen minutes with you. All right. So we talked about the mural, which obviously is in the news today, and yeah. you're going to do everything you can to preserve the mural. I know Absolutely, some... and, and preserve the building if we can. If uh, can. But obviously, it'll be up to the developer. But we want to make sure that we have access, we have control over the site, so that we can better uh, make sure that we are working with this developer in order to make them understand the significance of this mural. So if we can make them understand that, then obviously we can do them both. Well, and you have a lot of redevelopment, obviously, in Elkhart anyway. We do. So, and it was one of the things, too, that I always I was thought it was kind of interesting because new resident of Elkhart City, I'm watching the incumbents and then I'm watching their opponents kind of agree on that. They like the direction that the city is going for the most part, that there's development, there's investment coming in there. there and then is. they kind of had some, obviously, your, your differing political points of view. But when you have a mural thing and it's part of redevelopment, you want to preserve the mural, but you also want to redevelop. You know, you got to balance that. Mm -hmm. And what is your strategy going forward with redevelopment, making sure that there's no issues with obviously making your voter base upset while continuing to advance the city with some of these these policies now? (laughs) No issues. (laughs) <laughs> come on, come on, walk on water, do hey, a little bit. Of, I got a job to do, man. I got, I got a job to do. No, uh, <clears throat> the, the best that you can do is make sure that you have both voices at the table or all voices at the table in order to get the richest input. And right. you make a decision and hopefully you can, uh, you can convince people to understand that this is in the best interest of the whole. Um, we know that redeveloping that entire block will allow us, because we want to go down to Reading, almost to the tracks going north. We want, and it actually starts right there at Prairie. So if indeed we get that entire block, which is what we're trying to do, it could provide the impetus for not just that block, but areas surrounding it uh, to be able to be revitalized as well. So uh, I think the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, as one might say. So we want to find the, the appropriate way to pull that thread through. So we ought to make sure that the people who are concerned about that mural, they have their voice. And I'm concerned about the mural as well because I do understand that that how that area uh, kind of speaks to itself and actually grow from it grows from within. Uh, we need to make sure that people are vested. And so, if we're able to save the mural and be able to get the redevelopment, hey, we've that's a win-win. Hey, a couple of years ago, I took a bunch of listeners to Belfast, and those murals are still there. Are they from the troubles? And they're still there, but Belfast is a totally revitalized city. So it can be done. It, it can be done and balanced. You mean since the war? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. All the old propaganda is still up there. Yeah. They, well, they left it up. You know, some of it could be significant for certain areas, and we have to look at it in, a, in the sense of what will make a, a neighborhood invest in itself? What will make the uh, people be encouraged to be a part of empowering itself? So that they can own and these assets and be able to make sure that they maintain them, they grow them, that uh, they are a part of them. Uh, so there, there, there are ones that you want to keep, and there may be some that um, uh, that we may want to move on from. But we can't move on from them until we actually have the opportunity to to make sure that there's a good sense of rooting and development that can occur, not just in the in the area, but allow the people there to be able to, as I said, connect to it. And that's that's part of that discussion that we need to have 
inside of those communities. Okay. And I also want to remind everybody, too, that you're not actually the mayor yet. You're still the mayor-elect. Thank elect. you. Okay? I you got, you got two that. weeks. There is a mayor. Two, two weeks. Is, I talked to him on my way over here. <laughs> He's still in the seat. So I just want to let you know that hey, Tim is still living and breathing. The, the reason I bring that up is I'm sure you're getting those questions. I'm getting questions. Ask him about this. I'm like, well, he's not in yet. <laughs> so you got to got to wait. So obviously, some questions that we got from listeners, okay? Okay. Um, will you be committed to a balanced budget? What are some of the plans that you have for your first few months in office? What are some of the first things that you're going to be doing right out of the gate? Mm-hmm. Um, either one of those? Either one. Your uh, choice. Obviously, as a city, we can't run in deficit. Uh, we will not run in deficit. We are actually in a pretty good financial position. We are, we are strong in our cash balances. Um, we have additional revenue that is coming into the city. But even though we want to make an investment that's going to have a payoff for whatever we do. And so I don't want to make investments just for the standpoint of, of trying to make the city look nice. We want to make an investment that's going to reap a return on the other end. So all of my investments will uh, have a, a, what I call a financial equation that makes sense for that particular community, that particular block, or the, or the city as a whole. So, uh, so yeah, that's a commitment to a balanced budget, if you want to call it that. But I want to make sure that we know that just like we invested $100 million in to the River District, we're looking for a $300 million return. Uh, if we invest into Tosin, we're looking for a return on the other end. Not with the, I don't think it's going to be with that kind. It's not, it's not going to be threefold, mm-hmm. but it will be an investment in making sure that uh, we have a city that has neighborhoods that are growing and changing themselves, as I said earlier, uh, using that mural as an example. So, so yeah, we, do, we are committed to making sure that we have an investment strategy for everything that we do. Um, as it relates to the first few months in office, well, first of all, I, gotta, I have to make sure that I'm going through the process of getting the right people in place. My commitment was that I wasn't bought and paid for. I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not, don't believe in cronyism, nepotism, and none of that stuff. So what I want to do is make sure I interview for all positions, which is what I'm doing now. If you are or in, a, uh, in an office, I have said that uh, that means that you're a finalist. And, and so I want to give you credit for being where you are. And then I'm going to interview others to see whether or not, and we have a posting on my website uh, of those jobs that I'm looking for as we speak. And they're primarily what I want. For, I want a leadership cabinet or let's call it a leadership group, and they will uh, be cross-functionally across our entire city, meaning a controller, a HR person, uh, chief of staff, city engineer, legal. They cover our entire gambit, and they will be a leadership group for me, and they will actually uh, begin to manage other areas, other um, uh, uh, other department heads throughout the city, because you know, what we have is 23 department heads all reporting to me. And any management structure, 23 reporting to you is kind of a tough one. Yeah. And so what we want to do is break it up into pieces, make it more manageable. In my first 60 to 90 days, I will have the other departments. Uh, they'll go through the same process. And we would hope at the end of the day, we've picked the most qualified, the most skilled uh, people to provide what I call unparalleled service. And I ran on that. And so if we're going to provide that service, then we got to get the right people in the right place. And it has to be a culture that understands what service is. Service is not just something that you kind of put on your, your, uh, your hat on every day or, or your uniform every day and just go out and do your job. 
service is understanding that the residents are our clients. You, since you are a resident, thank you very much for moving to Elkhart. Sure. Um, don't make uh, me regret it. Uh, don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, if you haven't already, you won't now. Okay. I've, so, I've moved like four so, times. So I'm just saying, I, I keep getting disappointed. <laughs> That's been quick. You, got, you look like a young man. You can't keep moving like that. Uh, so at any rate, I want to make sure that people feel as though they're getting the service for their investment of tax dollars into the city. And so that means that providing that kind of unparalleled service starts with hiring the right people. So I will make sure that that occurs, and that's what's going to happen in the first 60, 90 days. Now, speaking of hiring the right people, Mm -hmm. you know where I'm going. Everybody wants to know who's going to head up the police department. What are your plans for the police department? What changes? They're going through the same process. I mean, everybody goes through the same process. And what that means is that for the police department in general, um, I'm not sure if it's going to be somebody inside or somebody outside, but it will be somebody that's qualified to be the police chief. Uh, We know uh, that there's some challenges at the police department, but we know we have some good police officers as well. We need to support the ones or support the police officers in general. The department is supported. They were supported by the last administration. They were supported by the administrations in which I was on city council. Uh, I was uh, very much a friend of the police department during the years that I was on council. I was the one that started the the cameras and uh, literally made sure that we had cameras that were working, I would hope, and cameras that um, uh, that were on the um, uh, on the dashboards mm-hmm. as well as on the vests uh, to make sure that the officers could defend what they were doing inside of environment. And that, uh, that to me, and that actually to most people, have become a real benefit and asset to a police officer. Uh, now, we see from the public what the camera sees, and sometimes, you know, it, it's, not as, uh, it's not as attractive as we may like. Well, we got to deal with that from an accountability standpoint, but we support the police officers first and foremost. But what we need to do is make sure that everybody is held accountable. Everyone. We all are accountable, and the police will be as well. And so we want, an, we want a police chief that could, that could do simultaneously those two things. And we got to do it in a culture that, that, that says, Elkhart is a different kind of city. I mean, uh, while we are 52,000 uh, strong, we are a diverse city, well, both uh, multi-generational as well as uh, by race. And we need to make sure that we are looking at our city in its totality so that we can police it, because that's the front-facing department. So I know how important it is. But we have to make sure that we're dealing with uh, all of, uh, if we bring down the prospect or the perception of safety in our downtown and in some of our outlining neighborhoods, we have a city that can just completely take off. Now that investment that we're making in the River District makes not just sense, it actually uh, triples, quadruples. Because if people feel as though they're in a walkable community, which is what we're inserting downtown, and they can walk around and not feel as though somebody is getting ready to rob them or stick them up or any of those things, gosh, you know, uh, what kind of relationship will those folk have with our city? And those folk are us, which is the reason why uh, the police department is so vitally important. The police chief has yet to be determined just like all of the other uh, departments that I just talked about. I am going to make sure that we canvas, we do a selection process, and we will choose the right person for all of the right reasons. Okay. Just don't hire anybody from New Bedford, Massachusetts. <laughs> especially if their name is... Are you from is, New Bedford? Is, no. Especially if his name is Ron and Teachman. Don't, <laughs> don't hire that guy. <clears throat> so I hope I get his resume. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to try and sell you a piece of technology. He's a former uh, police chief in, in South Bend, in case you didn't know. I didn't. Um, yeah. Bad guy. 
Anyway, um, then you have. You gotta tell me how you truly think about Ryan. Yeah, it's no bad guy. All right. Um, so anyway, then you have uh, a lot of people who are very concerned about South Bend. Obviously, Elkhart's got a pass with drugs. Uh, a lot of people, you know, obviously used to be the joke when I got here. It's much better than it was, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, South Bend crime out of control. Uh, they they don't seem to be able to get a handle on it. There's different theories as to why that is. People are really concerned that that is now going to move over and shift into Elkhart. If you look at the numbers, murders are down, rapes are down, mm-hmm. some of the some of the high crimes are down, mm-hmm. assaults are way up. Um, you know, violent criminal assaults since 2016, way up. You know, what kind of a strategy as a mayor would you like the police to approach? Mayor Buttigieg in South Bend went with a numbers sort of a strategy as opposed to a community strategy. I heard you mention the numbers-based strategy for the mm-hmm. economic development, which mm-hmm. is, again, a totally different thing. But there's going to be some people that go, well, is that going to be his approach with policing or be more community-based? Or is that just going to be based on the determination of who's going to be the new chief? No, both. I mean, everything has to be quantified. I mean, you, it's, it's hard uh, to make sure that you, if you are successful, you have to be able to know why you're successful. And it has to be some kind of results metrics that drive that relationship. So, yeah. Uh, numbers have to be a part of it, as well as we have to make sure there's a proactive way that we're engaging in a relationship with our community. And that needs to be uh, as uh, kind of uh, ferociously addressed and aggressively aggress- addressed as we would anything with respect to numbers. You can't run the, the police department by numbers. But what we can do is make sure that both are working uh, simultaneously together. Um, I'm not afraid of what's going on in South Bend. We've always known that we are a, we we have been in the past a community that sits in the middle of Detroit and Chicago, uh, Cleveland and and uh, uh, you know Cleveland, Indianapolis, and we've always gained migrants from all of these different areas. And so, with that said, we have to make sure we know who's coming into our community. We have to make sure that we have a relationship with those who come in our community. As far as South Bend and Elkhart, we. We obviously want to make sure that we're keeping our folks safe. And I know that uh, the new mayor there is trying to do the same uh, with his community. How he works with his community will be specific around South Bend. Elkhart is a different community in South Bend. I mean, we are a blue-collar community. We actually have a lot of our community that are in some of the uh, low- to moderate income areas uh, are are blue-collar. And with that said, they're working in some of our RV manufacturers and or suppliers. So that creates a certain relationship where we should know where they are via first, second or third shift. And if we do know the assets in the community to help us kind of glue this together, a proactive community policing strategy can work. But that's Elkhart. South Bend is different. It's more of a service-based community. It deals in a completely different kind of time frame as it relates to people being on the street or not. And so... Um, no, we're not South Bend. I don't worry about South Bend coming to Elkhart and Elkhart going to South Bend. But we do know we need to know who's going back and forth. And that's by, and that's the way we do that is to know the people inside of our community. Speaking of knowing the people inside the community and knowing who's coming and, and going, will Elkhart, under your leadership, be a sanctuary city for illegal immigration? No, I don't know what that means. Um, I don't think that that's something that we even would have to try to think about dealing with. Uh, we do have immigrants inside of our community, both documented and, and not. I want to make sure that we are dealing with the undocumented immigrants, immigrants just as well as we're dealing with the document because they live in our community. So I want to make sure people are out in neighborhoods and their input is actually received. Sanctuary, I haven't even thought about. I don't. I, I want to follow the governmental laws if, as it relates to those or the federal laws. I'll follow them uh, based on immigration. 
But for Elkhart, I'm interested in making sure that all of our community is being heard and being seen and being a part of it. I don't want, I live in a community, I live on a block. One on the, on the right side is a Latino uh, family, and, on, and then it's me, and then there's an African-American family, and then there's a white family. Um, and on the other side, there's a white family. On the other side, there's a Latino family. So it's a very mixed block. And if indeed I have everybody engaged in the civic square, then our block is a better block. And quite frankly, that's what I'm looking to do. So I'm not trying uh, to ensure that uh, we are violating any federal, national laws. We're just doing what Elkhart does. And I'm going to make sure that I'm listening to the Latino voices, the African-American voices, and the white voices along the way. That's the only way to balance a budget. That's the only way to make sure a mural gets up or down, the only way we develop an entire community. That's the only way we build a downtown. That's what building Elkhart together is all about. It's not signaling out a way in which we are in violation of the way the way America lives its life. And that's what I want Elkhart to be. Okay. Less than a minute, but I wanted to give you a chance to respond. There was an allegation that in the transition, one of the first things you asked about was whether you got a free car <laughs> and what that car was. I wanted to why, give you a chance to respond to I'll that. I'll tell you, why, why is that even a conversation? I'll tell you, in the transition, <laughs> I'll I, I tell, tell you, this is what... This is what uh, I don't think you should have a car. No, I think that... I think, I think it's this, a waste I of taxpayer think, dollars, I but think, that's just me. No, that's not true. I mean, uh, matter of fact... Um, getting around the city, I mean, that's part of a benefit, uh, but uh, to, to be able to get around the city and make sure that we're being where we need to be. So, you know, regardless of, of opinions. But what I did ask about was to make sure that we understood my benefits package. And it just so happens that it included a car. It included a car. Well, the reason why I was asking the question is because I'm at the, um, we're in the, I'm with the Elkhart Community Schools. Mm-hmm. And so the open enrollment was closing at that time, and my wife and I had to determine whether or not we were going to be on the city's health plan or whether or not we were going to be on the school system's health plan. Okay. And so with that said, you know. So you're I, just asking for the benefits package. I was package asking about the benefits package, okay. and obviously there's a car included. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a question that I asked only a couple of people. I'm wondering what, what what's going on. I ain't with telling that? you nothing. You know what's you know going that's not on happening. That? You know not now now. But Rod, I tell you, Rod, you just I know it, the English I know, language. I know everybody I you know in Elkhart. You nothing. Well, <laughs> I know everybody you know. That, Casey? You don't know. You don't know everybody. I know. Uh, in no, well, I, I probably know a few you don't too. No, but and, and I probably know a few you don't. I'm as sure well. you do. Hey, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. I hope we can do this on a regular basis. I really do. Uh, we're going to disagree on a lot, but it'd be nice. Why do you think that? Because. Just based, just based on on what we hear with the campaign and everything. Well, see, we'll have disagreements, it. but we're not going to disagree all come the time. Come to me, come to me and ask. Mm-hmm. I'll be up front. I'll tell you how I feel, and uh, we that's can all get we, that all straightened out. That's all we can we can do. Civil discourse in this country. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's what Rod it Robertson. Be about. Appreciate it. Best of luck in your transition. You got two more weeks. I do two more weeks until you're the mayor of Elkhart. Thank you very much for the time. Appreciate it. We got to go. We got more coming up. Ninety five three MNC.